100.7 FM WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight, exclusively by FNM Bank. 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. Right here in Hendersonville, FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlights, Tony Richards. Good morning. Welcome to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock right here on WHIN. Brought to you by FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard. Also at myfmbank.com. And we're pleased this morning to have on the phone with us social distancing as we continue to do that. Attorney with uh, Bone McAllister Norton, Key Bryant McCormick. Key, good morning. Good morning, Tony. Thanks for having me. How are you today? I'm doing amazing. All right, cool. Well, I'm trying to figure out, you know, where to start here because I was just kind of scrolling through your bio here, and uh, <laughs> I'm not sure where to begin. Uh, humanitarian, <laughs> active member in her community, professional roles in a lot of different organizations and nonprofits, uh, National uh, Nashville Better Business Bureau, certified arbitrator for them, past president of the Hendersonville League of Women Voters, past board member at the Rotary Club in Hendersonville, but right now you're chairman of the board of the Shalom Zone, right? Is this, uh, is this current? Past. Well, immediate past. Immediate no, past. past. Oh, you know what happens when you're immediate past. you got to hang around for another year or two. <laughs> well, and actually, I take that back. So I guess I'm immediate past past because I just finished having to hang around for that year. <laughs> okay. So well, I you see am, what happens if you don't show up. You're, you're going to be on that board for a while. <laughs> there you go. Well, why don't we uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and uh, and why uh, you became an attorney. Okay, so I'm from a little everywhere. I've lived in five states, um, and so I I have no idea where I'm really from. But I will <laughs> say, initially, my family, we lived in California, then did this interesting migration sort of to Mississippi, and I did a lot of my formative years there in Mississippi, and uh-huh. then I lived in Missouri. I lived in Okay, Texas, all right. So here. you're you're really just a mutt from all over, uh-huh. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and But you know what? That's very common for Nashville, because nobody's really from here anyway either. <laughs> right. There's a few unicorns. That's what I call the people I find out that are really from here. Yeah. Um, and I am so excited always to hear their story when they truly are from here. But we've been here so long, I'm starting to claim it. Yep, exactly. From here. Well, there's so. definitely some uh, uh, Henderson Villians and some Gallatonians uh, that have definitely been around. More of a chance to see those than you do in Nashville. Exactly. Um, so, uh, Key, where did you end up going to school and uh, and going to law school and all that good stuff? Okay, so I started at the University of Missouri in Columbia mm-hmm. um, for undergrad, and in most of my years there had to have um, surgery, um, a couple of different surgeries. And so it just got too far. My mom at that time was in Mississippi, and she was like, it's too far for us to take care of you from there. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up transferring at the end and um, finished my degree at Mississippi College in Mississippi. And then um, after that, I um, found love and moved to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we lived here for a while. And then it looked like we were going to maybe go to Texas. So I ended up starting law school in Texas. 
I went to uh, what's now Texas A&M Law School, and then we realized we were going to be back to Nashville. So I did this program they called the visiting program, applied and got accepted to Vanderbilt. So I started law school at Vanderbilt, and the visiting program allows you to attend another college, but they send your credits back to your original college so you can still graduate timely. So I did the visiting program at Vanderbilt for a year, went back to Texas A&M and graduated, and came back to Hendersonville, where we've been ever since. I got to tell you, I'm exhausted. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, first of all, so, Tony, let's just get your expectations right. There's nothing easy about me in my life here. It's going to okay. be crazy. It's going to be you know, roller coasters. It's going to be exciting in that way, but then boring at the same time. You're just making me feel better about me. That's what you're doing. You're, you're like a motivator. <laughs> but, you know, the interesting thing is, though, to to stay focused considering all of that uh, you know, kind of says something about you. Well, you have to keep pushing. And I tell people all the time, you know, my life is the life of dreams deferred, not denied. Mm-hmm. And so there's been a lot of obstacles. You know, I think I counted, I've had 17 surgeries. I've had oh, my a Lord. child. I, I have a special needs son. It's just, you know, but the Lord still blesses me mm-hmm. every day. So mine is still just this story of, persevering and keeping, you know, continue to push through even when it looks like this isn't going to work. Just when one door closes, I've often found God opened three or four for me. Right. So, and it's just up to me to continue to continue to walk through them. And well, that's basically what I do. The one thing they can say about you is you're definitely adaptable. That's for sure. Exactly. But I have a big family, so you learn to to go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. Well, we hope you're all right now, and understand you've had a little bit of laryngitis, but uh, you sound pretty darn good to us this morning. Well, good. I still don't recognize this as my voice because I am still so hoarse, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it is what it is. It's um, part of that wonderful Tennessee allergies, mm-hmm. as well as adding to that, like I was telling you earlier before we started the program, the vocal strain of talking through the mask in court. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's kind of just a little bit of this, but as long as there's still words, I tease and say that periodically I think my husband and son get the gift of laryngitis for me <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I feel like well, they, they're just uh, good listeners. That's all key. That's a... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but when I get to be quiet at home and can't talk, I think that's like secretly their birthday or something. Yeah, and yeah. it's a little party for them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, so you you did all of that hopping around, but you did say you've been in Hendersonville a little while. So um, does it feel good to have your feet planted there? And, and how long have you been been doing what you're doing right now? Um, so we've been here a while. I mean, I, I we love it here. It's the only place in Tennessee I really lived, and we we enjoy it. And so we've been here, I guess, off and on, even through that story of being here, leaving, being here, coming back 22 years. Wow. So, and okay, I know yeah. it's shocking to you because, you know, I tell people all the time, I know I look just 25, so I know it's shocking to <laughs> yeah. you to do the math, but it hey, is what it is. God gives you those genes, you know. You just got to take it and roll with it. That's a good thing. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Key, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you do, um, and then we'll get into some of the extracurricular activities that you do. Why don't you tell us about the law that you practice and a little bit about your firm and uh, and what you guys are doing. Okay, yeah. So, I, like you said, I work at Bone McAllister Norton, and I am an attorney there. I've 
my practice area is general litigation. So I, my teasing joke is, if you want to fight, I'm your girl. Yep. You know, so ultimately, it's kind of all things litigation. Well, you know, so some people uh, some people want that. They want somebody on their side, and there's you know maybe conflict averse or whatever. They just don't want to, you know. Or they're slammed busy and they need somebody on their team, you know, to help them. Exactly. And that, that's exactly where I find myself a lot is, you know, for me, I'm a litigator and I like to keep my practice diverse because I don't want to get bored. So I yeah. like different practice areas. And so it just always intrigued me. So one day, one week or even one day in court might be totally different for me than the next day. I at any given minute, I could be in a criminal court one day, a juvenile court another day, a civil court another day. Um, mm-hmm. So it just really depends. It's a it's a diverse practice. Right. Um, so you never know like who's going to be on the other end of the phone or who's going to walk into your office. Exactly. Which is that's the part that keeps it exciting, is yeah. it's always you know different areas and it also keeps it challenging though. Uh, right. There are days that I wish I just stuck to one specific area, but then I'm like, no, I love helping all types of people, so that works for me right now. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what what is the most challenging part about what you do? Uh, I mean, you're, you, I, I you tend say, to deal with people when they're at their most emotionally stressful point, and, you know, I would imagine it can take a toll um, even on the person representing them because you're in a, in a conflict. It does. I would say my heart is real big, so seeing people hurt is the hardest part for me. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds like this random, just generic answer, but it, it really is the, my true answer. Because I hate when people hurt. Like, I, you know, somebody asked me if I had a superpower, what it would be, and I would be, I was like, to take people's pain away. I just hate when people hurt. That's just kind of my mm-hmm. overall personality. It's always been. Yeah. So seeing people struggle or hurt or sad or, you know, or experiencing something, or even being the victim of something, that that's always hurtful and hard for me. So mm-hmm. that part makes it difficult. You know, always wanting to make sure, you know, I don't, you can never promise results. You can't promise you're going to win. You know, I tell my clients all the time, I just promise I'm going to try hard for you. And right. that's, that's basically, you know, what I, what I strive for. Well, like I think you were saying off the air uh, when we were just getting ready to get started, it's not like every single thing goes to a jury or goes to a trial. Exactly. You know, there's there's ways to save your clients money and to help by just negotiating and on their behalf, et cetera, et cetera, I'm assuming. It is. And sometimes my clients will own that they're wrong and they just need a reality check. And sometimes yeah, well, they just yeah. need an independent person to be able to tell them that. And yeah. I'm happy to do so. Go stand yeah. in the, go stand I, in the corner. <laughs> this one's your fault. <laughs> exactly. Dude, you, made, you were wrong. Say you're sorry and let's fix it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and sometimes they need that, and sometimes they receive that really well. Yeah, what is you know? that uh, and, one and one thing in the movie where he said, you know, uh, well, what do I do? Well, quit breaking the law. That's one thing you could do. <laughs> you know? Start there, and that's a great one. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly what I tell a lot of my clients. But in that, you know, I find myself not truly social working their issue, but I do like to get to, you know, the root cause or build them, especially with my kids, you know, the, the juvenile kids that I represent. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always looking at, and I tell them all the time, I'm trying to protect your 40-year-old version of yourself yeah. from this yeah. hot mess 16-year-old version of yourself. Right. You, I'm, I'm trying to so, help you get out of your own way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and get you on a path and let you know you can't overcome from this. 
that this is just a bump in the road. This is a part. This is part of your life, but not your life. Well, I like the way and you call so, them your kids, though, and that that does say oh, something yeah. about you know uh, how important it is for you. It is. I, I really, I really take ownership of the of, of all of my kiddos that I represent, and that part is a big motivator for me because I do a lot to try to keep kids on the straight and narrow. So ultimately, like I tell them that they won't need me in that way. Mm-hmm. So that's well, uh, typically, you know. With your with your peers and uh, people that are in your profession, even if, I don't want to call them competitors, but I guess they kind of can be, are they, uh, when they see you're with someone and do you ever get the comment, boy, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're representing this kid because maybe you can help him or, or whatever? Oh, I get it a lot. I mean, I, I really do. I get it a lot. And there are certain things, there are certain times in any job that you don't feel like what you do matters or what you do made a difference. And, you know, that's the one thing about juvenile law that I have enjoyed is seeing the success story. You know, is getting that letter back from a kid in college that says, hey, Miss Key, remember me? You helped me with, you know, this, and here's what I'm doing now. And I just wanted to let you know that. Yeah. Because one thing I do to my kids is, you know, that Miss Key believes in you. If nobody else does, I know we can get this. I know you can do better. I know you can, you know, work on this. Right. And well, and they may not get that positive reinforcement anywhere else. So. Exactly, and sometimes that's what they need. Now, don't get me wrong; Miss Key will tell them what they when they are wrong, and don't do that again. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I am. I tell them all the time. I might not be Mama, but I'm gonna be your aunt that you didn't know you had. Yeah. And so, yeah. I Miss Key will let them have it as well. But she, you know, they know it comes from a place of love. And so, getting those success stories, seeing that here's who I am now, and you know, I'll never forget what you said to me. Those things help me stay focused oh, yeah. and do what I do and yeah, you know, you're work hard for Having days. a real impact there. So we got about a minute and a half left on the first segment here, but I do, since we're talking about juvenile, um, do you get to the point, now that you've done this quite a while, where you can see, oh, man, I can I can take care of this particular situation, but this is not the last time I'm going to see this one or whatever? Oh, yeah. You know, hey, we were joking, and somebody said that they almost wanted, like, one of those punch cards, and it would be like, <laughs> yeah. you know, your 10th misdemeanor free, you know, kind yeah. of concept of, you know. Some yeah. of them, you can't, I recognize that I can't save everybody. That mm-hmm. You cannot, you, you know, some people you can only help in the minute, mm-hmm. but, and, and hope that it lasts, and ultimately it's up to them to try to get it together and figure that out. And unfortunately, I can truly tell you, I have represented, Little Johnny, Big Johnny, mm-hmm. and Great Big Johnny, the grandfather. I mean, I've yeah, had a, yeah. a family where I've had all three at some point. So that kind of yeah. makes you feel like, what You're, do I say to Little Johnny when he knows I represented his granddad yeah, and his daddy? Yeah. Got to break the cycle, yeah. But I would imagine some judges mm-hmm. are glad that you're not just taking care of this case or whatever, but you're actually trying to help these human beings that, that you work with. They do. The judges recognize for all the lawyers that, you know, we have a job to do and that they recognize that, you know, we have we have certain things to do for our jobs and that they're happy that the lawyers are in the community working towards helping the citizens of Sumner County. Yeah, and I, I've had an opportunity to interview a few judges, um, and I, I do think Sumner County is very lucky to have uh, very good judges, um, at least in my experience and everybody that I've talked with. These are very thoughtful people. They're, they take their job seriously. They're doing the best they can, and they respect anybody who walks into their courtroom. 
They do. And I will say this, that's kind of where that second hat of mine comes in. As you mentioned, I'm currently, oh, I can't remember if you mentioned it, but I'm currently president of the Sumner County Bar. Okay. And okay. in our bar association are, you know, the bar association is made up of lawyers and judges. Mm-hmm. And so for that, you know, from the bar hat, our judges are great. They are compassionate. They do care about the community. They're mm-hmm. tough, though. People know Sumner County is not going to be an easy right. place for you. Right. Our judges are tough. Right. And But they do care. And I think yeah. that's part of, um, you know, what motivates me and keeps me practicing here. Yeah, we uh, uh, hey, we're gonna uh, up against our first break uh, right now, so we're gonna take uh, give your voice just a little bit of a rest. We're we're talking with Key Bryant McCormick, an attorney with Bone McAllister Norton, the Hendersonville office. We're gonna come right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight right after these messages. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights since 1906. FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight. This morning, we're having a nice conversation with Key Bryant McCormick, an attorney with Bone McAllister Norton in Hendersonville. And, uh, Key, we talked a lot about uh, juvenile law and things like that. That's not the only thing you do, obviously. You represent lots of different people and lots of of different things uh, in what you do. But you also do a ton of stuff outside of the the office there, that's for sure, from the looks of uh, your volunteer work. Um, We're talking... Vanderbilt Mock Trial Tournament, Boy Scouts of America, Autism Speaks, Autism Society for Middle Tennessee, uh, Delta Sigma Theta member, uh, Hendersonville League of Women Voters. Is there anything that you, so how's the downtime going? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet because I heard you do that like when you're in your casket or something. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I had an older man tell me, sleep when you die. You know, right. that was kind of well, his philosophy, even though I don't totally embrace that because I don't want to die early, but well, do you I just think, feel like there's still plenty of me to give. Well, do you think that there some of that comes from all of the travels you had? And like you said, you, you did a lot early on in your life. You went to a lot of places. And now that you have roots and you've been somewhere for 22 plus years that you're, you know, because you don't have to give back. You can you can do your work and, and that's it. But uh, that's clearly not enough for you. No, but I can truly tell you every place I've lived in all of those states, I was the same key. Really? Um, so okay. I would say it's just me. Literally, giving, there's not one place that I couldn't list a hefty list of things I did in any of those other states that I told you I lived in. It's just kind of me. We were always raised to whom much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. So my mom was um, strong in her community, and so that's kind of just, where it came from i think for me it's just always i've always had the the giving heart and i just that's all i know to do Mm -hmm. so if i were going to talk to people about you how would they describe you and and uh, not just maybe professionally but personally as well um so they would tell you that um the key is <laughs> kind of crazy funny. Like I like to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So I don't Well, not a lot of attorneys can say serious. that. Come on. Am I going to see am I going <laughs> am I going to see you at Zany's doing stand up soon or <laughs> No, but you might see me just like um kayaking or rappelling or doing something other random crazy. Um you know, for me, I like to have fun. I just believe that you can have fun in any and everything you do. There's, you know, that doesn't mean I'm not serious or I don't take things seriously. I definitely do, but right. I just feel like you can 
there's a hybrid between the two. So I would say people feel like that. I think overall people would say that um, that I do give and I, that's ultimately who I am or that I'm sincere. My husband says that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I think also that people would say is um, a friend of mine, she said, or my sorority sisters, you mentioned the sorority, um, they say that I was like, what, do y'all think I have, like, attention deficit or something because yeah. I'm such a busybody? And yeah. they were like, you have A, D, L, M, N, O, P through Z. <laughs> so that's what they say. Uh, or so, you just uh, would me, like to <laughs> say a uh, high achiever. That's all. You need to be stimulated. That's there you go. Wrong, huh? That's what I told them. You got a lot friend. to give. My sister says I'm a do-gooder. So even with that, you know, that, that basically just kind of, kind of my personality. Well, tell us about uh, being an arbitrator for the Nashville Better Business Bureau. What's that, what does that mean? How does that work? So I actually haven't had a case in a while. It's been a while, mm-hmm. but that was like the very first thing I did, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So what you would do is people would c- make a complaint to the Better Business Bureau and we went through like an arduous training on what arbitration requires. So arbitration is basically where you're not in court. It's an alternative dispute resolution where you're not in court, but you are in a facet where someone will decide your fate. Right. And yep. so that was my job is to say, okay, so I would listen to um, cases for the Better Business Bureau. Most oh, of I the see. cases so- I did were based on the Lemon Law. Right, And some of them were, I mean, but I've had all random cases from lemon law, car cases, to liposuction gone bad cases. Mm-hmm. So, so this is where you're basically in a conference room, both sides are there, and you listen to mm-hmm. both, both sides. Is that correct? And then I make a ruling and write my opinion and issue a ruling on who I believe prevailed in the case. Right. Or just some sort of compromise or settlement type of situation? or Typically for the arbitrator, the arbitrator is the decision maker. So the fact that they okay. get to me means they couldn't settle it on I, their own. Okay, so I that means you. it's up to me to just decide and rule on the case. So right. both sides present, I rule and issue my opinion, and they you know go from there. Okay. All right. So there's sort of order, an order that comes down. Yes, absolutely. You basically serve as judge and issue an opinion mm-hmm. on who wins, and you decide the case based on that. But those are kind of good things to have because it does relieve the pressure of all the courts, does it not? Absolutely. It takes so much pressure off the court system, and it also gives people the ability to have their cases resolved expeditiously a lot faster than they can in the court system. I see. It often gives people the opportunity to be heard. A lot of times people just want to be heard. They just want their voice to be heard and their experiences to be expressed. Or they're just, you know, on all sides, you know, from the, the person defending it wants to be able to say, no, that's not true. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so they just want their day. So it, it's definitely great. The Better Business Bureau has been amazing. Like I said, I haven't had a case in several years, but a few years, um, but I try to stay, you know, stay with them and, and, and give back to the Better Business Bureau as much as I can and helping them with um, disputes that come through. When people uh, become arbitrators and they do that um, for periods of time, do you think that that gives them a taste of what it would be like? If, and it, has that, uh, I guess, bred some, some judges because they enjoyed that part of it? Oh, absolutely. Has it? Absolutely. I and mean, even, you know, for me, I've had the opportunity to sit a special judge um, here in Sumner County in General Sessions Court. And, 
you know, my arbit- the arbitration experience has definitely helped me be able to get to the specific issues, uh, ascertain or discern credibility of witnesses, and be able to issue a sound legal opinion or decision mm-hmm. uh, on a case. So I would definitely say my experience as an arbitrator is, has been extremely helpful when I've got a special judge um, here in the county. How many uh, cases kind of like that that are arbitra- that are, have arbitration or go on in Sumner County in a year or, or in a month or two? I mean, I don't have any way of knowing uh, how often that uh, and, may and happen and around neither here. neither do I. Yeah. Neither okay. do I because they're not reported, but I would tell you that's a large number. Is it? So yeah. many okay. cases never get to arbitrate, uh, never get to court because they have arbitration. A lot of companies also um, have people agree to a uh, to make arbitration mandatory, so that ultimately they can resolve cases in arbitration. I a lot see. of employers yeah. even do. They make their employees sign. Uh, oh, like when they come on board? Hiring. Oh, that's not a bad yeah. idea, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes well, sure that everybody is uh, trying to do things expeditiously in the least expensive way possible, I'm assuming. That's true. The only downside, though, is you never get your 12-in-the-box jury kind of concept. You know, with the arbitration, well, true. you are subject to that person, but so you lose that right to be able to have, you know, 12 individual people deciding your fate. Well, those are... Hopefully, reserved for the most, uh, you know, egregious of of issues. You would be surprised, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't want to know. I haven't visited a court in a while where I just wandered in, and I guess with this going on, we're not going to be able to do that for a while. Not but, for just wandering in. I mean, court's still going on, but, but not for just like right. the spectator. Well, it was it was always fun to do that. I mean, I was one of those that would do that once in a while, just because you know it's it's it's. You know, it's good to watch the legal system work. If you don't know about it, um, it's a heck of an opportunity, at least in under normal times. It's not normal now. but um, And you're about to get some really nice new digs in Sumner County, too. So, with our, with, with <laughs> our, so that's got to be kind of exciting for everybody that's in the, in your line of work, that we're going to have beautiful it's new building. and brilliant. I, I just really can't express when I... It makes us want to break dance. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Well, and yeah. on how exciting and gorgeous the building is going to be and how functional and efficient it's going to be. Well, and the juvenile section, and there, there's expansion in some areas where people need it, and that's going to be a good thing. It absolutely will be. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, tell us about uh, your uh, time on, um, on the Rotary, because I know you've been in Rotary in Hendersonville. Mm-hmm. So uh, I am a member of the Hendersonville Morning Rotary Club, and I've been a member for, oh, I don't know how many years now, quite a few. And I, like you mentioned, served on the board. Um, I will tell you, for, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody else's Rotary Club, but my Rotary Club <laughs> is the best in the world. Okay. We are, it's, it's a great group of people. I've enjoyed it. Um, and... You know, come check us out. Be my guest one day. I'm we're gonna, happy to have you as my guest. We're going to have to have a Hendersonville Rotary tug of war or something. Bring it on. Bring <laughs> it on. <laughs> to determine the winner. My Rotary Club can beat up your Rotary Club. Okay, do you think... I, <laughs> Even yeah. my little kids would say that. My dad can beat up your dad. My Rotary Club can beat up your Rotary Club. So. Well, I think some people might even be surprised just because it's one of the oldest organizations maybe around is the League of Women Voters. That, that there is one in Hendersonville. Yes. Yes, 
Yes, yes. And that's, you know, the League of Women Voters is, it, it's my home away from home. And I can't, you know, unfortunately, I don't get a chance to be able to attend as many meetings as I once have, mm-hmm. uh, especially not in the many, many years I was on the board and even as president. And so I miss the league. But those ladies and gentlemen, because that's the, the part people are always shocked. They're like, right. men can't be in. Absolutely, they can be. And we yeah. have several male members. Um, but those are just, that's my family away from home. Those ladies and gentlemen make me feel loved and comfortable so much. And I, I just cannot say that enough. I have so many friends and, and, and mentors in that organization that it is just unbelievable. I love the fact that it's a nonpartisan organization. Yeah, it's a safe exactly. haven for well, we people could use that no now, matter what their political views. I know. And it's no matter what your political views are, we don't really care. I mean, it's a nonpartisan organization. It's a safe haven. It's someplace that you feel comfortable dealing with issues in politics, but not being political. And that I know it sounds difficult, and but we truly strive and keep it that way, and we love it. So yeah. for that, it has definitely been rewarding for me. Yeah. Okay. We're we're up against our second break here now, Key, um, and uh, we'll come back in just a little bit. We're talking with uh, attorney. Uh, Key Bryant McCormick at Bone McAllister Norton in Hendersonville. We're going to come right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight in just a moment here on WHIN. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. We are back with Sumner County Spotlight this morning, and we're happy to have as our guest Key Bryant McCormick, an attorney with Bone McAllister Norton, and uh, an Athena winner, I understand. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, I am. I was so shocked and amazed to be the 2020 um, Athena winner. And that's from the so whole I Nashville feel- area? Is that right? Well, it, and Athena is an amazing... I, I, I cannot even express to you. I still am just because it's just a month ago that it was, um, I was, I received this award. It, Athena is such a prestigious award um, given to women, and there's so many um, amazing women that went through this process with me, that mm-hmm. gone through this process before me, and I just am so honored to be among them. I was super duper excited, Tony, yeah. just to be a nominee. I mean, oh, that yeah. was that felt like almost enough. Well, when you start and to see the to list of the, uh, the list of people that are on it, you're like, oh, what am I doing on there? You know, it's like... Exactly. And I have said that like so many times. And, you know, literally sitting there. And this time they had to do it virtually. And so they, you know, we were sitting there with a virtual presentation and this is kind of the backstory that nobody knows, but now you and, uh-huh. and my husband. Um, so you'll get the first dibs on this crazy information here. But um, so they announced in our, while we're listening to it, that they were going to, in theory, kind of award the winner in person. And oh, so okay. they were going to knock at your door and oh, bring no you way. like the surprise <laughs> trophy balloon if you won. And so we were so like, kind of oh, an Ed McMahon okay. kind of moment. <laughs> Yes, exactly, exactly. So we're sitting there, and my husband looks, and he says, hey, honey, you got your house slippers on. Are you sure you want it? What if? I was like, well, and so he brings me, like, my dress. He's like, you might want to put these on. And I'm still thinking, like, 
I'm going to be buying my house slippers, but I was like, I'll do it if, just yeah. because you say so. So I put these shoes on, and it's so bizarre because my sister is like, my sister was here, and she was like, oh, wow, I wonder did she win. So they're going to knock on the door, so I'm going to be the doggy in the window, and I'm going to look in the door, window right. and see if I can tell first. But they came from the side, so she never saw them no either. Kidding. So when they're announcing the award, she got to have this look on her face like, there's nobody at your door. And so I Bummer. opened the door and there they were. And <laughs> so I opened the door and they were standing there. And so my very first words are like, what, you, what are y'all doing here? You know, it's just kind of like this utter shock. A, because I'm like, just a few seconds. Is that on video on somewhere? My, my slippers. It is. I they bet it's hilarious. It live. It, I, I, I was just like kind of peeping out like, oh my gosh, they are here. So, but my sister was like, they're not here and nobody's here. I've been standing here at this window. So this, it was just kind of a funny moment there to just to deal with that. But it's an amazing honor that I just cannot be more excited about, especially, you know, living here in Hendersonville. And I still do a lot of service in Nashville too. So it was just great. And then also just two years ago, Nancy Corley was the Athena award winner. And Nancy also was a lawyer here in Hendersonville and also was a former league, is in the League of Women Voters with me, a former league president. Oh my too. gosh, go, so uh, go Hville. Hville's rocking. Exactly. And so, yeah, so I couldn't help but be excited for, you know, our area as well for that. And just, you know, the fact that Athena truly, you know, looks at people everywhere, not just, you know, one specific group here that's located here. You know, it's, it's just an amazing honor. Right. Well, that's cool. Um, it also says here that you're the first African-American female to be selected as planning commissioner for Hendersonville. So that was probably a slamming busy gig. <laughs> and still is. Yeah, exactly. So I still serve on, on the planning commission for Hendersonville. We... Um, are the, you know, it's the Hendersonville Regional Planning Commission, and we meet a couple times a month possibly, but one time for sure, and it's the first Tuesday of the month, and I currently serve as vice chairman. It is an amazing experience, too. I love to be able to serve the city in some capacity, and to be able to serve in this way is just absolutely amazing. So I've enjoyed it. I was appointed by Mayor Scott Foster, and, you know, that was, many years ago and i have served on planning since then and it has just been an amazing opportunity well, i was going to say i mean you wouldn't still be on it if you didn't feel it was really a great thing to be a part of because it's always one you know it's, it's always great to be able to help your help your community in a concrete way and there's lots going on like you said and each community every community has their own challenges uh, hendersonville has a lot of them. Um, you know, it's already built out. There's some old infrastructure, mm-hmm. uh, but we have some amazing things. You've got a lake. You've got um, lots of potential uh, ground that could be redeveloped and different things like that. So what, what? anything exciting that you guys have been working on? Well, you know, every month is exciting, and I hate to say it that way, but it really is. We never really know what we're getting until it shows up because it's such a public, um, a publicly informed in, information issue or basically it's transparent we don't yeah. get information like too early so oftentimes the public knows before we do so oh, you know okay. in terms yeah. of what's going on because that comes that'll actually come before us now of course the planning body the wonderful staff that we have and we have an amazing staff our staff gets projects early but they don't come to commission until later so oftentimes you know people will call me or 
write me about something that I'm just like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Because I hadn't gotten, well, you know, uh, it hasn't been given to they're, us yet. They're posturing, that's all. <laughs> oh, yes. But, you know, oftentimes they're, you know, they're telling me about what they don't want or want. Right, And right. I'm not even sure of the project myself yet because they, the public often knows, in theory, before we do. And I don't mean, like, you know, we have no clue because as a citizen, I am aware of things. But often I don't always know what's going on in your neighborhood. Well, and, so and, and we find that out through the process. When you're in a position like that, uh, unfortunately, sometimes you hear a whole lot more about what people don't want instead of what they do want. I'm assuming. I'm just making <laughs> some I'm making some generalities here, but I'm, I'm going to guess I'm close on that one. <laughs> Tony, you nailed it. I will tell you that, especially because... You know, I, I do oftentimes as a lawyer and, and even as a speaker, I tell, talk to people about advocacy and about how to be an effective advocate, not just lawyer advocate, meaning advocate in any manner, whether you're advocating for your kid at school or you're advocating for your position at, on anything or at work mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I often use, I have to use planning as an example sometimes. Some of the emails that we get from people are quite interesting to say the least yeah so it's kind of like i want you to vote for my project and i tell people all the time if you want me to vote for your project it's probably not good to start with insults about me as you're writing yeah. it yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> they don't uh they don't you think but you know the good and, you want. The good, yes. and good and bad about social <laughs> media is you uh you know everybody has a voice and just a whole lot more people see it now <laughs> Well, and, and that's not even just that part of it for me. I, you know, I don't care if you talk about key in general. I don't care if you talk about you don't have to like me. I'm not, that's not my issue. But it's kind of like if I write you and say, um, you stupid planning commissioners are going to vote on Tuesday about this, you probably don't want to lead with that if yeah. you really want me to read the to, rest of it. <laughs> you know, read, exactly. Like, you might not want to well, start with calling me like every name bad yeah. in the book and then say, and now I want you to vote by a project this way. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, I mean, if, if we only listen to the folks who uh, voiced their opinion about what they didn't want, Hendersonville, uh, we'd literally be living in 1955 and nothing would have changed. And so you have to think about, you know, whenever I run into somebody like that, uh, you know, it's like, well, what would you like it to be? And nobody, or they hadn't really thought about it. And sometimes if you just pose the question, it's like, oh, uh, well, there's, you know, don't just complain, you know, to complain, give me a Give me some suggestions. Right. And I often love the ones where we will have like this controversial issue about a subdivision coming and it'll be wall to wall people complaining and not wanting that subdivision here. And then like, you know, two years later, there's another subdivision that's an issue. And all those people that live that are complaining are the ones that lived in the last subdivision we approved and nobody wanted them. Yeah, yeah, so I'm just yeah. like, this is interesting. <laughs> no yeah. one wanted you here. Now you don't want anyone else here. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's quite interesting. Well, yeah, there's planning, uh, it's exciting though. <laughs> well, the, the, I would imagine the exciting things for planning are the bigger than life sort of dreamy kind of projects that um, seem almost impossible to pull off, but eventually maybe something does happen. And I, I bring one up every so often just because I, I think the uh, Sumner County community could support it is some sort of venue, a venue of some kind where oh, people can gather yeah. and whether it's um, mus- musicals or artists or, um, you know, I don't know what, just a, a theater, anything that's, that could hold, I don't know, a couple thousand people would be great. 
I agree with you. I remember years ago when I, my leadership Sumner class was going through, we kind of looked at and opined what Sumner County needed, and that was one of the things that we all thought collectively would have been a great idea. Well, it could be such um, a great signature so, piece for the county. No matter where it lands, it would be a great... And I know the community would support exactly. it. I mean, once we are all, you know, released, uh, we would. Exactly, <laughs> from the quarantine. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and the, some of the challenges that we have in planning, especially in Hendersonville, is, like you mentioned, we do have an amazing lake. and But the lake also, you know, is our gift and our curse because yeah. it's a geographic boundary. We cannot expand below it. Right, but so, it's, and it's can know, be a little hard of, to get to. you got to snake through there because we've got all those fingers we have to drive into. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but, oh, yeah. But it's also, you know, a, a definitely a southern geographic boundary. So the expansion for Hendersonville can't go south, you know? Right, right. Exactly. Well, it sounds like planning is uh, as exciting maybe as some of the other things you've been a part of for sure. Yes, definitely. Or you wouldn't still be doing it. And I think that's it. But you'll notice there's like, for my, even my extracurricular is extremely diverse in, in scope as well. I like yeah. to keep it, keep it. I like to stay with new things or interesting things that I feel like I maybe can plug and help. If I don't feel like I'm helpful there, I won't join it. All right. Well, we're not going to, we're not going to pigeonhole you here, but uh, what's the deal with beach? They're on here a couple of times. So you, <laughs> you've got an affinity with beach. I'm assuming <laughs> the word is out on so, you now. Okay. <laughs> It isn't because, you know, I got much love for all the schools and my own, you know, uh-huh. goes to station camp. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I have, you know, <laughs> I am not a traitor here. <laughs> so I, I have had the wonderful privilege of coaching Beach High School's mock trial team for many years. Um, and so uh, over a decade now. And so it has been, so Beach does have a special place in my heart, of course. Because of my mock trial babies. Yeah, so it yeah. is definitely there. So um, if you've done that over a dozen years, has anybody uh, taken it and run with it in their uh, uh, further education? Oh, gosh. Absolutely. And I try to keep up with so many of my kiddos. And it has been so exciting to see what they go on to. And I tell them, you know, oftentimes, you know, I'm not grooming you to be a lawyer. And half of them, I tell them, I don't want them to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I see the way your mind thinks. You are scientific. I need you to be the doctor. I need you to figure out the cure of cancer. I need, no, don't go to law. Go to medicine because I see that as your strength. Or, you know, whatever. So, I, for me, I'm not grooming uh, lawyers. What I'm doing is helping these kids learn to be confident about themselves, to speak, to think analytically, to, right. you know, do the things that ultimately the law does. And they love it. And initially, I, there were many times early I wanted to quit. I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm just not making a difference. This is, what is this about? And I'll never forget, Tony, literally being at Kroger and this lady parked kind of bizarre, like kind of aggressively. And I was like, oh, my. Here we As go. I was walking in. And so she, right. So she comes, to, so she's walking like sternly at me. And I'm like, oh, my. And so she, and she said my name, so that kind of made me feel good and then bad at the same time. But I was like, oh, okay, well, she knows me. Then I'm like, oh, well, she knows me, so maybe this isn't a good thing. Right. But it turns out she was the mom of one of the kids I had had before, and she was just telling me how much of a difference that I made in him. And I never thought this. This was not a kid who talked a lot. But she was just saying how withdrawn he was before, just how to himself, 
and how now he was more outspoken. He was able to really articulate himself. He wasn't afraid to talk in public anymore. And that just made me, that gave me like the, oh my gosh, this is helping these babies. I'm going to keep going. So it's, it's always, good uh, to it's hear always the one stories. you don't think will do it, you know? I literally did not see it coming from this kiddo. I did not at all. So when she told me his mom, she was, I was like, wow. Yeah. Because I never really, you know, we didn't get to see that return of investment in this kid initially. So it was so great to hear that from that parent. Yeah. You know, et cetera. I just want more people to get involved with Montreal and the county. Uh, and so that more schools will, you know, continue and the program will continue to thrive because I'm a little worried about the program. But well, but, it, you know, it can, uh, it can be so uh, just the name of it can either scare people off or they might kids might think it's boring. But it doesn't sound like it's boring when uh, when you're running the thing. That's for sure. It's definitely not. And the kids have a good time and I make them have a good time. Right. Because that's a part so of it. You got to like, keep them you know, engaged, you know. And keep it fun. I mean, they get to act and be their own. I'm like, when else are you going to be able to act like you're a neuro expert in a, a case? You know, yeah. so we always talk about just all these things that they get to do and, uh, you know, and, and they have fun with it. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, hey, we're up against our break again one time. Uh, we're, we're talking with Key Bryant McCormick. Uh, she's from Bone McAllister Norton in Hendersonville. We're going to come back with more of our program right after these messages here on WHIN. Please stay with us. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And we're back again here on Sumner County Spotlight with Key Bryant McCormick, an attorney at Bone McAllister Norton in Hendersonville. And um, you are also uh, involved with Vol State as a trustee. Is that correct, Key? That is, that is, I love all state. Growing like Ball crazy, state lots going on, it is. Um, especially, it is. Um, and I know enough to be dangerous, but the way they've been able to use the funds, and I'll forget the name of it, but uh, that enable people to go there, in some cases, for free. Yes. So you've got like the Tennessee Promise. Tennessee and, Promise, yeah, um, that's it. Yes, yes, yes. So there, for Ball State, I, Ball State was truly that that entity that I will say when I was new to the county, I was sleep on. I had no idea the magnitude of Ball State. And so when I started looking at Ball State, I was like, oh, wow. I did not realize how much of a powerhouse Ball State is. Well, it's certainly turning into one. I mean, it's not exactly it's not exactly known just inside Sumner County anymore. That's for sure. I mean, this... This place is growing exponentially just in the several years I've been here. Exactly. Dr. Faulkner has done an amazing job with Ball State, and um, Karen Mitchell and the whole crew there have done an amazing job at making sure that Ball State um, is definitely a beacon here in Sumner County and surrounding areas because there are multiple campuses that Ball State has uh, in trying to trying to reach people, you know, of all facets. So I really enjoy being the trustee for Ball State. It is definitely an uh, entity that you feel good about raising money to help fund things. When it comes to to education, that is just and priceless. And even with my own life and my own struggles, you know, I talked to you in the segment one about you know having to transfer college and doing this and you know yeah. those things. 
you know, ultimately, and there were many times that I had to sit out of school because I might be recovering from a surgery or whatever. And so at some point you become that student that's not a traditional student. And so I'm, I love being able to help students that are not traditional students. And oftentimes that's what we do. One of the big scholarships that we work towards is, um, or at least this program that we have, it's called Educate a Woman. And we work towards helping women uh, achieve an education through scholarships and, and being able to allow and raise money for scholarships so that non-traditional students can have scholarships. Because people are like, oh, Chelsea promised everybody goes to school for free. No, it doesn't work that way. Right. So oftentimes if you've got that 26-year-old woman or 30-year-old woman or 40-year-old woman that wants to go back to college to get her degree, she's not eligible for the Tennessee promise. And, and yes, there is the Tennessee Reconnect and several other ones, but there are several that fall in the gap. We've had people who just didn't check the right box, who missed the Tennessee promise and then couldn't afford to go to college. Mm -hmm. So it has definitely been a great experience. And when I tell you, you get to see immediately a return of investment, you really do because to shape somebody's life and education is amazing. To help them achieve a degree is unbelievable. And the thing I've noticed more and more when you talk to somebody who's been there, and a lot of people have, and you may not even know they have, and maybe it was for a few classes, but there is clearly a sense of pride with Vol State. I mean, they are, you know, proud to profess it. They're like, hey, yeah, you know, um, Mm -hmm. which I think is, you know, speaks volumes as well. It does. You know, it's, it's, when you are doing it, you can definitely brag and tell that you are because Ball State speaks for itself in the fact that they stand on what they're doing, and, and it shows. It's kind of one of those, their actions can speak far louder than the words because Ball State is really making those measures and making a difference in these students' lives. So I'm excited to work with Ball State. It has definitely been a amazing experience and blessing. Yeah, and they're also very visible in the community. Extremely. So they're always out doing something or they're always, they've got, you know, hordes of people volunteering for this or that. And it's like every time I turn around and go, oh, there's Ball State. Okay. (laughs) They don't, you know, they do walk the walk. They absolutely do. And I think that's probably the best way to say it is it's not just talk. They walk the walk and really make a difference and care. I mean, there's so much that, you know, there were times I felt like I was just a number in school, but you know, at Ball State, it's a concerted effort to show the students that they care, and I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, I, I want to ask you about this one last organization. You've had plenty of others we could talk about, but I'm not familiar with this. I feel kind of like a bonehead here, but Jack and Jill of America. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Jack and Jill of America is a national organization. Uh, it's a mother's organization. It's an organization that um, moms are that basically as moms we're in and we work towards educating and working towards helping our kids in leadership and we teach them financial literacy how to be um speakers and orders and just basically working towards making kids better kids but it's a mom's organization your kids are involved the dads are involved and um you stay in until your kid graduates and then you're out so that's essentially how that works, and my son graduated this year, so oh, I yeah. am out. <laughs> <laughs> another just another check mark. <laughs> another one that is gone that is still in my heart, though. 
Yeah. Yes. Yep. Well, um, you know, we, we want to thank you for taking some time to talk with us. It was good to get to know you. Um, you're obviously a big part of the Hendersonville area community, uh, as well as the county. And and I think a pretty darn good example for the folks who have listened are like, well, why is he just having another attorney on? Because you can do so much more. And it's not like uh, being an attorney doesn't chew up a ton of hours. I know it does. But you still find time to serve your community, and I think that's a good example to set for anybody who happens to be listening. Well, thank you. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that I do love about being at Bone McAllister Norton. You know, to be a firm of that size, you would not expect to see bone lawyers doing as much we do as the, in the community, but it's just a testament to the firm itself and, and serving the community and working towards doing a good thing for the community that we basically it fits so much with my personality and my heart life of being able to serve. And that's essentially why I joined the firm several years ago. So it's just a, you know, it's a testament to wanting to be a, uh, Vaughn wants to be a good, we want to be a good neighbor to our city. And so that just basically is embodied in me too. And that's what I, what I strive to do is to help our, help our community. Yeah. Why don't we, right before we, we take off here, why don't we talk a little bit about your firm? Can you tell us a little bit about it? What you guys do? How many folks you got there, et cetera? Okay. Yes. So for us, we are a all-inclusive firm. There are approximately 40 lawyers. We're in two slash three locations. We have our big downtown Nashville office, and then we have our Hendersonville office, and uh, we have a satellite Williamson County office. Uh, one of the things, and we pretty much have almost all practice areas. There's hardly anything that I could think of that a lawyer in our firm can't handle. So, like I said, we're kind of a one-stop shop for you in the event that people need help. You know, we, we're happy to help them. I love, one of the things I love about our firm is the diversity of it. You know, right. it's not right. just a, a talk for us. We walk the walk. And that's not just racial diversity. It's, it's diversity in all facets, be it um, religiously, politically, of course, gender uh, and race definitely as part of it. So it's a diverse firm. It's a, a melting pot, and it has been a great place to Well, work. and if I'm not mistaken, one of your founders is actually in Hendersonville. Am I correct? So Charles Bone lives in Hendersonville. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, and I've he, met him. And, he and he, you, he's proud to tell he you, buddy. He is originally I'm a, from Gallatin. I'm, 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 yes. Yep, yep. He, he's, his family's from Gallatin, and he yep. is, you know, he lives in Hendersonville, his family's from Gallatin, but he is Mr. Sumner County. He is. Sumner County through and through. Mr. Sumner all the time. We love it. <laughs> well, yes, and his enthusiasm and love is contagious for the county. It makes you love it, too, just yeah. how much he loves uh, being here. I've had a, a, an opportunity to meet with him a couple times. Very nice man. So, uh, Key, we Very appreciate nice. you spending the time with us. Key Bryant McCormick, an attorney at Bone McAllister Norton, a Hendersonville office. We sure appreciate it. It was great to get to know you, and hopefully I'll run into you at Kroger and I won't freak you out like the other person did. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, Tony. It was great talking to you, too. Thank you for having me on. Sorry, my voice is so raspy, but it is what it is. But, again, I've appreciated this time, and I thank you so much. You did well. All right, take care. Take care. Bye-bye. And that's going to do it for Sumner County Spotlight for this week. We'll talk to you again next Sunday morning on WHIN. Always appreciate the sponsorship from FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Can't miss it. Gorgeous building. Uh, and uh, also at myfmbank.com.
And I might want to mention just some refis because they do a lot of mortgages and there's some good deals right now. So if they haven't asked me to do that, I'm just going to go ahead and mention it because I know what's going on. There's a heck of a lot of refiing going on, and this might be a great opportunity to get yourself a good rate. And that is going to do it for the program today. We'll talk to you next Sunday morning here on WHIN for Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, or even home mortgages, FNM Bank can provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.